This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a GoPowerCat.com and Spirit Street production. You've discovered your link to GoPowerCat.com's PowerCat Overtime Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor, and it starts right now. Now, let's go to the WTC Gig-Powered Studios. Here's your host, GoPowerCat.com publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. Welcome to the overtime. I'd like to apologize for my lack of enthusiasm last week as I was fighting a head cold and uh, was really kind of out of energy. I didn't have anything. A week later, I'm still fighting that head cold. I'm on the other side of it as I occasionally hack up a cookie. Yummy. How's that for a start? Gross. Yo, you should have come to the game. Man, I was I was a mess. I was coughing so much last night. Number one, Bockers has really stepped up their game this year. They're Bockers again? Number two, their cookies last night. Oh. They looked bad, but you ate them. They were delicious. They were soft and good. They looked like hard as rocks when you picked them up. But you bite into them. Mm-hmm. Is that what sex will be like? Mm-hmm. No, I didn't go to the game. I was uh, busy coughing. Thank God. I didn't need you coughing on me. Yeah, that's kind of... I just... Oh, man. But you could have gotten all the classy cats sick for Saturday, and then you'd have a perfect line of sight <laughs> Then we would be game. able to see everything. <laughs> I think I'm beyond infectious. I think I I've, hope because we sit in a small room with you for an hour and a half every week. Well, I think I, I passed it on to Zach. I think uh, he might have gotten it from last week. Might be creepy. But I haven't up. had it like cough bad. It's just kind of like I just feel. Ugh. I didn't have a bad cough at first, and then the nasal oh, started oh, no. going, and then yeah, it, it, you're following my steps. Follow your own steps into the fridge. The sponsor. Of the PowerCat podcast. They love the overtime. If you start to feel down in the weather, go pick up some medicine at the fridge. Not NyQuil. Whiskey. Whiskey. Like your grandma gave you. I uh, went, I tried to go out on Monday night. Fail. Uh, Me and the boys uh, went to uh, Tanner's to watch the national championship game. And I intended to drink whiskey. And I had three beers and called it good and went home at halftime. I'm just saying you did go out. You did not fail on going out because you did leave your home and you did drink alcohol at an establishment. I Ubered and then had to Uber back home when I could have driven. Isn't that depressing when you get in an Uber and you're like, I definitely could have driven home. But a shout out to Paul, my personal driver. I get Paul about half the time I Uber to Aggieville because he lives close to me and he just flips on his app. No. You just text him, hey, man, you want to... Yeah, you honestly should do that. <laughs> I should. Yeah. Paul took me to Tanner's, had a great time. It was a great atmosphere, great place to watch sports. And they get all their alcohol from the fridge. Get into the fridge whenever you're in Manhattan. This is the PowerCat Overtime Podcast. It is a creature of your own creation. 
You started asking us bizarre stuff. We started answering them, and now it's its own podcast. It's your Friday fun podcast with absolutely no redeeming qualities other than a chuckle here and there. Maybe. Hopefully you chuckle now and then. If you're not chuckling at all, boy, this podcast sucks. You'd stop listening. Please stop listening to our content is what Fitz said. <laughs> if you don't find this entertaining, why the hell are you listening to it? It's like eating something sugary that tastes bad. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's no redeeming quality at that point. That's fair. That is fair. But you get to ask us anything, and we will answer it. And here we go. I'm Tim Fitzgerald. That's Riley Gates. That's Zach Carlson. And Zach's about to start reading questions. And we are going to give you dynamite answers. From Zach's burner account. What is your favorite TikTok? Right into it. So this isn't an actual question. You put this in here, and I would like to say personally, as uh, a post-boomer. <laughs> you guys should see the face he gives whenever the boomer stuff gets brought up. He's as a so post-boomer, proud. which is what we technically were. So Since proud. you feel so left out, we'll come up with some sort of term for you. <laughs> I think TikTok's ridiculous. TikTok, it's like Vine, but like on a on steroids. Yes. TikTok is a way for the Chinese government to get your information. How? Than it's any a other company. But it's a Chinese yeah. company. They're it, getting into your phone and getting everything they want out of your phone. When you click accept terms of service, you might as well send them a DNA sample. Ooh, sounds scary. Your overlords from China, thank you. Oh, all right, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> Boomers are still worried about the Russians. <laughs> I, I I see the Chinese as a threat. In all honesty, I have not gotten into the whole TikTok thing that much. It wasn't – look, I was younger when, when Vine was a thing, and we made Vines at the golf course when we were working all the time, so, like, that was kind of fun. I don't have time to make a TikTok right now, so I never got into it, but I've seen a few of them. The best one that I've seen doesn't even say a word. It was last week, the New York Jets. May, the, the official New York Jets, like the actual NFL franchise New York Jets, made a TikTok. It was a split screen on one half – on the right half of the screen, there was a girl doing a dance, and kind of towards the end of the dance, she kind of like sticks her butt out like that. And on the other half of the screen, Sam Darnold takes the snap, and the ball goes <laughs> into Sam Darnold's hands and looks like it comes out of her butt. <laughs> the official New York Jets made a video of a cor- their quarterback taking a snap out of the butt of a girl. And, like, it sounds ridiculous, but at the same time, there's kind of context there because, like, that's the meme. Like, the girl doing the dance, like, that's a, a TikTok. And then pe- other people, I was a lot floored of... that the New York Jets right. did it with their starting quarterback, it's... who missed time this season for mono. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's how we got that's it. That's how we got it. Mine is, uh, I'll have Fitz play it. Because it's mostly audio, but it's this dude talking about how what it would be like if Dr. Phil was flirting. Like what it would be like if he flirted. It's, <laughs> it's really just, funny. It, like the impression's like spot on. It's so good. I just wanted to hear what Dr. Phil trying to flirt would sound like because I'm imagining it and it just it seems awful. Now hear me out. You got some banging. <laughs> okay, so we, we got two options here. All right, you come back to my place. Or I'll send you to the ranch, okay? I, they, they asked me what my favorite TikTok was. I, it's got to be one from Patrick Mahomes' brother. 
Oh, God. There's, I've, I'm like, what is this craze? And I went and watched him. I'm like, what is wrong with this kid? Patrick Mahomes is the most down-to-earth starting quarterback, I think, that has played in the NFL in a very long time. He isn't obnoxious. He does his work, and he gives credit to his teammates. And yet, his brother and his girlfriend make me want to hate him. They're obnoxious. I can't stand his girlfriend. I've never seen someone coast off of somebody else's accomplishments so much. She's made the Chiefs playoffs run about her. Good for her. And TMZ rightfully exposed her. How old are they? I have no idea. I don't know. I think the, I think the brother's probably like my age. He's younger. He seems young. Mahomes is only 25 or 6, so. He seems really young. Like he should Maybe be in college, but he decided to. The girl's the same age as Mahomes. They went to high school or something together, so. Oh, really? Yeah, like they've been dating for a long time. Hold on. the Mahomes the brother or Patrick? The girl's the same age as the brother? The same age as Patrick. Oh. Her and Patrick Mahomes were dating for quite some time before the NFL because they went to school together. Look, she bought in early. Hold I'll on, give her credit. The girl in the TikTok isn't the brother's girlfriend. It's Patrick's girlfriend? Yeah, Patrick's girlfriend and then Patrick Mahomes' brother. I never knew that. Together. I thought it was the brother's girlfriend. No, that's, that's Brittany Matthews. Oh, Lord, she's horrible. You should see the video she took when she was talking you-know-what on people for doubting the Chiefs on Sunday. Holy crap. Moving on. Well, she'll never be president. <laughs> Fitz, do you have a favorite one? Uh, yes, I have the one about the thing where they all danced. So every TikTok ever. <laughs> And then they danced. Okay. Some of them are pretty creative. I was watching some. Some are pretty creative. And other ones you're like, you took time to make that? Yeah. I mean, those are the ones that, what was that list we were, who? I feel it like, was BuzzFeed. It was terrible. Oh, God. That was so the bad. The funniest TikToks of 2019. That's not funny. The first one was good. <laughs> After what, that. What was the first one? The, the girl dressed up as a cow and the cow was oh my god she was dressed in a halloween outfit as a cow with you know the little plastic udders on her belly and she walked up to a little calf who started sucking on her udders oh my god <laughs> poor cow yeah. talk about a ripoff yeah i only downloaded tiktok a couple days ago and like it's not like you can scroll through them and it's really easy and it'll just give them to you and like the algorithm's usually pretty good and it'll give you funny TikToks and like I've literally stayed up so late that TikTok has a TikTok where it tells you hey maybe you should stop watching TikToks it's getting late go to bed these TikToks will be here tomorrow wow like it's happened to me the last two nights and I'm just like jeez there's a reason Zach doesn't usually come in until about one in the afternoon <laughs> did I say baby cow and not calf I, I didn't know. hear you. Okay. I'm sorry. I heard okay. utter and stopped listening. <laughs> From Big Sam, let's imagine all of the Go Power Cat staff are professional wrestlers. Yeah. What would be the stage name of each and what would be your signature move? Look, I don't I'm not good with this name thing. Like if you think about all the wrestlers out there, they're very creative. I'm not that creative, so I don't know if I can do the name thing. Signature move, and I'm just gonna say it. Would be a cheap shot for me. I'm not good at wrestling. Like I, I feel like I'm, you know, pretty strong guy, but I'm not good at wrestling. The eye poke. 
like an eye poke or like well, anything while the ref's not looking. Yeah, kick him in the groin. Try, you know. Would you get out a chair from under the ring? Yeah, why not? Nice. Anything to give me an advantage that doesn't require skill. So you're a scumbag heel. That's the only way I'm gonna win. The cream of the crop. Nobody does it better. Zach. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what my name would be. I would. I like the like the way I think of it is things I can physically do, and Seth Rollins curb stomp, while easy, is a great finisher, and I could do it. Does he actually like? I mean, you take a. I mean. To, you take a bump like the guy yeah. like falls like it's Oof. not a it's not a it looks worse than it actually is oh that's the whole sp- i mean that's the yeah. sport that's the whole event the the act the I'm, whole not, show. I'm not sure what your signature move would be but i'm pretty sure your persona would be the lifeguard <laughs> come in a speedo you got your little your bucket hat and a whistle and you take them off hand them to your manager Riley Gates. <laughs> he would be my manager. The, bl- the boy from Bobaloit. Bobaloit. Bobaloit boy. Today, Junior. I think we all know what my persona would be. I'd be Cousin Cephas. Wow, Mr. Sarcasm. How you doing? I'm going to kick your ass. I think the belly have, flop. This yeah, I was, was going to say the belt. Like just jump off the top rope, belly flop. But you if have you to get to the top it, rope, gonna... and then you have to balance on the. I top. think that's what the move would be. I, I would try to get to the top rope, realize I can't, and then just go jump on. And him. you would fall back yeah. onto him. Oh, that's good. I like that. Overalls. Love it. Big old boots. I kicked your ass, son. Cephas doesn't strike me as a man that wears cowboy boots, but rather muck boots. Yeah, I'd have to have something, uh, you know, nice boots that I, I wouldn't sprain my ankle because I'm soft. Would you wear flannel and jeans? No, you would wear no nothing except the overalls. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Just enough that the overall strap doesn't cover up your nipple. Oh, man, probably going to get some letters about that, huh? <sighs> yes. That's so sexy. <laughs> One way to describe it from StatCat. So Sean Lowe represented K State football as the Bachelor, but it sounds so official. Yeah, <laughs> like he did, not, he did not. Him. He did not represent. He was not an official <laughs> delegate. Like they had a Big Twelve Bachelor, <laughs> and he was K State selection. K State selects Sean Lowe <laughs> as That's the <laughs> not a bad idea. Have a collegiate episode of The Bachelor where a bunch of uh, guys from different schools come and represent their schools. Yeah, and Mark Emmert's going to be like, that's an impermissible benefit. You cannot hang out with that many women at well, one time. Well, Mark Emmert won't get a rose, and he'll be voted off the island, so <laughs> I just combined two sitcoms there. Not sitcoms, okay. shows. Sean Lowe represented K-State football as The Bachelor. What current or former K-State men's or women's basketball player would be the most logical to be a contestant on The Bachelor or Bachelorette? I think there's a few ways you could look at it. Name contest like is contestant the bachelor or bachelorette, or is contestant one of the twenty four other well, women competing for their love? Contestant identifies the twenty some odd people. However, I think his question was meant to which player would be the bachelor or bachelorette. Contestant is not the right word though. 
to use to describe that person. I would agree, yeah. So he just combined the two. Okay. But I think he's asking which current or foreign players would be good bachelors or bachelorettes. Charles Melton. But he's already famous. True. I think it'd be funny. I'm still sticking by what I pitched to Sun Street, the bachelor. That all the women show up thinking they're going to get, you know, Sean Lowe, and they get Dalton Reisner. A very successful guy, but he's 300 pounds. Dalton Reisner's not single. I wouldn't call him fat either. Yeah, he's in good shape. Husky. <laughs> this is the it's very lore. look. Everybody's going to want to say Wyatt Hubert, right? Because of the because of the the flow mullet and the whatever you want to call it. Isn't a mullet? Would you say it's a mullet? No. It's no, a it's lacrosse haircut. He should be playing lacrosse <laughs> at Syracuse or John Hopkins. So you're going to want to say Wyatt Hubert, and I understand it. It's the easy cop-out. But there's a much more obvious answer here from the 2019 football roster, and it's Dalton Schoen. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm ready to go. Oh, yeah, he seems like he's ready. Oh, yeah. I would have said Denzel Goolsby, but he's engaged. And let's be let, – Dalton Stone looks like that guy that played at Florida Atlantic that cried. Would Dalton, Tyler? Yeah. Would yeah. Dalton Schoen cry on The Bachelor? Oh, I'm ready to go. Hmm. Seems like a nice guy. He'd be pretty upset eliminating women. That's a good question. Ah, man, that's tough. Like I personally But it's pick. absolutely Dalton Schoen because, look, the guy comes in to every press conference – doesn't matter post game or whatever. Just woke up from a nap. His hair is always amazing. Oh, I'm ready to go. It is. It's ridiculous. It's beautiful. It's just spot on. He's tall. Ish. Tall ish. Six two. Yeah, tall. Good shape. Young. Single. Yeah, he would easily be the bachelor. I'd go with Will Geary. <laughs> <laughs> post leave of absence, Gary, when he shaved his beard. No, I see. The way you roll with this is he has the beard on the when they all show up in the limos, and then he shaves it for the next. And then they're like, oh, he's not a monster. I think it'd be fun to uh, go deep into the or not deep, but fears back into the women's basketball history if you're looking for for the Bachelorette and get Brianna Lewis. People don't really know what they're showing up for, and then they get a six foot five girl that can just swat the you know what out of their shot. I like it. I, see, that's where I think they just need to throw a curveball. They need to put someone obviously flawed out there. You know, like most guys wouldn't want to date a six foot five woman or a 330 pound man. Most guys wouldn't want to date that guy. Neither would women. Riley, come up here and accept your rose. I'd rather not. I'm just going <laughs> to. You know what? I think I'm going to remove myself from consideration at this point. I think my answer is Kareem Abdul, no way. <laughs> Riley, why didn't you bring your stilts to this rose ceremony? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> is, is there is there a female athlete? Do we even want to touch that? I said Brianna Lewis. Well, I mean, real one. Oh, currently, I don't know. I, I can't think. I can't think of one current. I feel like you date. Athlete. I feel like you very dangerously toe the line onto commenting on on female student athletes. I know. I agree, but at the same time, I couldn't come up one with one if you asked. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. We'll just move on. That's a very good idea. I support it. Good on you, friend. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. From Chris66204, who, by the way, he messaged all of us about his zip code. Ah, uh, yes, that's right. I forgot. It was a P.O. box in Shawnee Mission. Which does it Which exist? is not a real place. That's so weird to me. They, they use Shawnee Mission, but it's not a place. It's like... Shawnee a, Mission Kia. It's like a vague <laughs> area of Kansas City. Oh, is it baseball season yet? <laughs> In other words, he's lying about his zip code. Come on now, man. He asks, the Chiefs are currently up 20 after starting down 24. Is that more surprising than K-State being up 25 on OU? Absolutely. Yeah. It, no. Look, it's not like they were up because they were up 20 after falling down by 24. It was they fell down 24 early in the second quarter, and they took the lead by halftime. That's what I found amazing. And then they got up by 20. And not, I mean, it was, so, it was amazing. It's I've never more, seen anything like it. It's more surprising because the Chiefs in all – by all facets of the imagination, the Chiefs should have laid down. They should have quit. The game was over. You know, you fall behind like that. That's what K-State would have done if Oklahoma would have raced out to 24 to nothing. Now, K-State was not supposed to ever lead that game. I get it. But, you know, you could always play the hypothetical. Oh, what if something crazy happens? What if they come out? You know, whatever. So, yeah, it was absolutely more surprising. While we're on the subject of the Chiefs' comeback, let me just go ahead and say this, because some people on Twitter and the message boards tried to, like, mock me because I did declare the game was over. I said it in the first quarter. I have no shame of saying it. And guess what? If it happens to him on Sunday, I'll say it again. I agree. 24 to nothing. And if they had not been facing Bill O'Brien, who apparently is a worse coach than Jason Garrett, if Bill O'Brien goes for it on fourth and one right there, the Chiefs will lose that game. I agree. That's when he opened up the window. He even got- if he doesn't get it, even if they fail to convert on fourth and one, the Chiefs start with the ball on their own 25 or something as opposed to starting in Houston territory. Sure, you go for it on fourth and one. They get the ball at the five or wherever they were at if you don't convert it. they got to go 95 yards. Instead, they kicked it off. That's for me, that's when it changed because he got conservative when he hadn't been. And then he decided, oh, I'm going to go back to being wild and crazy and go for it on this fake punt. That's when he, for me, that's when he got off the rails. He, 
You should have gone for it there and then been conservative after it when you're up twenty eight nothing. Yeah, I I don't I didn't mind the fake punt if he had gone for it on fourth down earlier. If you want a just a way to teach a kid how to play that, go back and watch Dan Sorensen. He stalked that, awesome. that guy. He stalked him. His eyes never moved off that guy. The up man should have got them out of that fake because Dan Sorensen was just staring him down, walking. Every move he made, he shadowed him. Yep. So, look, I would say it again, and if they do it again, I'll say it again because, frankly, there's the Chiefs had no business re- winning that game, and like I said, one decision. It, more power to him. I was happy to see him come back, but it should not have happened. Patrick Mahomes, he's magic. It was incredible. From Alec Pickles' cat, what is the line in sports where you believe that the results of cheating are not worth the punishments? And he includes a list of examples, stealing signs, paying players, fake classes, steroids, doping, gambling, kneecapping. Yeah, that's right. Just because you're too lazy to pump up your fat loser body, don't drag us down into the gutter of your poor muscle tone. What are you willing to do? Sorry, Nancy Kerrigan. Doping is not worth it. I mean, I guess yeah. when I when I think of doping, I think of like world doping, like uh, Olympics. Like the Olympics takes that seriously. Yeah, Russia is. You're gonna get caught. Banned. You're gonna get caught. Maybe not immediately, but eventually you'll get caught. I mean, like Lance Armstrong. Like right. he won seven Tour de Frances, and it wasn't until I don't know five, six, seven, eight years later that they were like, hey, all these samples that we saved actually do test for drugs that we now have the capabilities of finding. Look, yeah, number one, it's it's based around the Astros punishment that came down this week. And I'll just go ahead and say it. I would have done the same thing. If you, like, that, it's cheating. And they got caught for cheating. Rightfully so. They were punished. Nothing, nothing. If you want to look at it this way, you're try, you're just trying to find any strategical advantage you can. Now, they went about it in a horrible way. But they thought about it. And they executed their plan, and they were trying to beat their team, beat the opponent, based off of, off of a, a mental aspect of the Anytime game. Anytime you cheat, you're doing a risk reward calculation in your mind. They thought the risk was far less than the reward. That they'd win a World Series, and then the risk wouldn't be that great. Well, you can make an argument as a franchise; it worked. They're still World Series champs. You'll never be taken away from them. The the people that did it were banned for one year i personally think they should be banned for life there was one astros person that was put on the exclusion list was there not not the gm or the manager there was Uh, somebody else and not alex cora i'm telling you it's i i compliment major league baseball for dropping the hammer making the punishment very clear that those i don't know those guys will they're not banned for life but i don't know if they'll work yeah, look, I get it. People were like whining about the fact that they thought it wasn't enough of a punishment. They're like, "Oh, that's not that's not harsh enough." I understand what you're saying. This has never happened. It's an unprecedented pub- punishment. Come on, it's worse than Pete Rose. They don't really have any evidence. Pete Rose let Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. Did anything to throw a game? They have very weak evidence that he gambled. Just because you've got you know the odds doesn't mean you did anything with them. I I don't know I I'm just not one to do it, but I I'll, I'll just say this: 
with the way the NCAA handles things, why wouldn't you cheat in basketball? Yep. There's no reason to not kind of being a fool not to. Kansas getting away with stuff. They're, they're just they're blatant about it. The fans are like, well, everyone does it. Everyone does it. You did it with Michael Beasley, so we get to do it with everyone. I mean, it, it's the most open thing. Coaches talk to beat writers off the record about how they cheat. This is the most ridiculous thing. The NCAA needs to drop the hammer on some big programs and say, enough. We're going to do this to them. Everyone else, turn yourself in. We'll give you some kind of punishment, and then it's over. Then it's zero tolerance. But they won't because it's all about money, and it's just all corrupted. In a year when KU loses two scholarships and maybe an assistant coach, and that's it, time to start cheating. I mean, hell, K-State's punished themselves two scholarships down without doing anything. (laughs) And they found those guys the right way. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Self-inflicted. Also from I Like Pickles Cat, on a similar note, over or under 20 players that have been paid in the history of K-State Athletics, and he uh, specifies more than $1,000 by one person. Oh, man, this is an interesting question. No, 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 no. Over. You think over 20? So, hold on. We get, are we You got to you probably got to include every sport, right? This is the history of K-State Athletics. 20 players. Yeah, I'd say over. More than $1,000. Granted, I'd, I'd say 100 years ago $1,000 was not what right. it is today. K-State wasn't cheating in anything back in the day. You, you, it, just, it didn't happen. Oh, man. It's, I'd almost argue, and I don't I mean, I mean, don't know anything. I'd almost bet that at least 10 student-athletes were probably paid that amount in the last decade. That's just everybody. Get, I know junior college is January 1st? Dang. Oh, you idiot. <laughs> junior colleges pay players. $1,000. Maybe not. How, how does that work? Hey, come here for two years in the middle of nowhere. Okay, wait. Hold on. Are we saying in the recruiting process, or are we saying any money? Because I guarantee you, after some of those KU upsets or something like that, you're telling me that somebody didn't give them a $200 handshake? Nice game. Oh, I was talking about JUCOs. I know, but you're saying you said we'll give you this much money to come to JUCO. So I'm saying does the $1,000, is that any money at any time? I'm so damn confused. (laughs) Whatever they paid Michael Beasley to come to K-State, that was not the final transaction. I guarantee it. But see, here's where it's fuzzy math. Did K-State pay him? No, technically not. That's also true. I mean, that's that's the shell game you play. Well, yeah, he, he doesn't say that K-State paid them. I mean, right. Okay, this, I was wrong. This alumni buys your house there. This alumni sells your house way under value here. You net $50,000 off the transaction. Yeah. And you get a better house. It's a touchy question. I can't back up. But I would lean towards probably over. Oh, I guarantee that it's over twenty. That's only twenty. P- that's twenty thousand dollars is all Man. that's gone out. Yeah. So when, one, you, when you, you know, put it like when that, you put it like that, yeah. Oh yeah. S- certainly. Never has a program gotten less return for the. Yep. <laughs> You paid Michael Beasley and Bill Walker. Yeah, well, Wisconsin bounced him in the second round. <laughs> hey, at least they beat USC. I don't even think they played for the big. They didn't play for the Big Twelve Championship oh, that year. Huh. <laughs> From 
Purple Powerhouse, what food do you absolutely hate that most people love? Baked beans. Coleslaw. Quick with that one, weren't you? Almost every barbecue side. <laughs> if it's not Mac and Jack, and if it's potato salad that has mustard in it, I'm not eating I'm it. I'm not eating it. Any, anything with mustard on it? Mine's coleslaw. I freak. Coleslaw's gross. Oh, cottage cheese. I'm with you. <laughs> oh, this is awful. Try it. Oh, no, that looks gross. What is that? You got to try it. It's terrible. I don't want to try it if it's terrible. It's like mango chutney and burnt hair. No, thank you. I have a very sensitive palate. Just try it. Oh, well, it's just uh, spoiled milk. Well, yeah, that's And the then point. we put it in a jar. Hey, it's delicious. Quit, quit putting it that way. Not that I eat cottage cheese a lot, but it's fine. I don't love it, but it's fine. Don't, I wouldn't don't say even most bring people it. love it either. Don't even bring it. Like, I think I've said this before, but my, my, my college graduation, we catered Cox Brothers, and I got two big things of sides. And I did, uh, mom was like, yo, you just want to do baked beans and potato salad since that's kind of the basic? And I said, hell no. That's, no. Every, that's gross. Baked beans are disgusting. They, they feel weird. They taste weird. Also, refried beans. I like refried beans. I don't like sweet potatoes at all. Refried beans look like they have been set out on a patio for four days and dried up. You refried know what? Beans are delicious. Oh, sweet potatoes are so disgusting. That's a new thing. We got sweet potato fries. Burning hell. Just burning. My wife's like, oh, that's delicious. That's wonderful. It's healthy. The other thing I hate that most people like in the drinking world, Bloody Marys. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. You're basically drinking ketchup soup in a pint glass filled with decorations. But these aren't girly garnishes. This dude brew is chock full of bacon. Mm. Bacon is so friggin' delicious when it's covered in vodka. We just, you guys both agreed on everything. I know. Thank you, Fitz. I like beans, though. They're the magical fruit. You know, it'd be good as if we do vodka and tomato juice and then we stuck a bunch of food in there. You lost me at tomato juice. Yeah, let me let me add on red beers to that. Beer is good enough by itself. I don't need to dump tomato juice into it. I don't understand putting anything in beer other than your face. It is what it is. Don't put lemonade and vodka in a beer. Don't put orange in a beer. Well, don't. Okay. Don't. No, don't. No. Don't do it. Don't put pineapple in a beer. It's a beer. Let them put pineapple in when they brew it. I had a vanilla stout the other night. Love vanilla. Love stout. It was bad. It tasted like socks at the end. Like, ooh, that's vanilla. That's, we're going to take there. back your slander on Nancy's. Yes, we you will take not. It back. We will not have that on this podcast. Shout out to my buddy Josh Sturgis who invented the Nancy. Hi, Josh. Fitz is going to have that in stone on his tomb. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's on your tomb? I know the guy that invented the Nancy. And fake Patty's Day. <laughs> I'm in a text circle with the guy who invented fake Patty's Day and the guy who invented Nancy's plus my buddy Ben. Oh, we got to end the podcast. <laughs> Mine is once you've had bad spaghetti, there will never be good spaghetti. Interesting. So I don't like spaghetti. Well, I'll eat it if it's now like that's a, a good answer. There. But spaghetti, it's just and actually, you you know my real answer to this. You you know my real answer. <laughs> it's bacon. Oh, I don't like bacon. I think it's overrated. It is the pork industry did a great job of marketing bacon that was once a useless 
piece of the pig. And they're like, oh, let's make this. And they marketed it perfectly, and now everybody loves it. Want some bacon? No, man, I don't eat pork. Are you Jewish? No, I ain't Jewish. I just don't dig on swine, that's all. Why not? Pigs are filthy animals. I don't eat filthy animals. Yeah, but bacon tastes good. Pork chops taste good. Pigs sleep and root in That's a filthy animal. I ain't eat nothing ain't got sense enough to disregard its own feces. How about a dog? Dog eats his own feces. I don't eat dog either. It's interesting. I've never agreed with this take on that. Well, that's why everybody I, loves bacon. I think bacon was a, uh, it's kind of ingrained in our society because back in much less wealthy times, that was a real treat to have bacon. Mm. You know, to have the meat and when you were struggling because bacon was inexpensive and so I think it's just ingrained that we love bacon, but I will if if given the choice between bacon and sausage, I'll take the sausage every time. Oh yeah. That's yeah, right. I'd do that. That's right. I just said that. I'll take the sausage every time. Well, that was another in a long series of regrettable life choices. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Those are the ones you're just supposed to let slide and no. see if anybody picks up. I hear up it in my brain as soon as I say it, I'm like, I just said that. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> From Adam K sixty three in high school and college, should it still be called a jump ball since they technically don't tip off at the foul line anymore? It's a good question. What else would you call it? Tie up, held ball, held ball. That's what Dave Lewis calls it. That's that's exactly what it should be classified as now. Side rant on Dave Lewis. I absolutely hate how he'll call if if it's good for K State, he will call it held ball, traveling, you know, whatever. If it benefits K State, if K State does it. Silence. Nothing. At least call it both ways. Uh, you don't. You can be excited if K State does, or if it benefits K State. But if K State does it, it's just like the other team scoring a bucket. You about, announce that. About once a game, Dave scares the hell out of me by yelling foul on a play that just <laughs> yeah. really didn't deserve it. <laughs> the worst is the KU game. <laughs> the worst is when he calls Montavious Murphy Montavious Irving. <laughs> that happened last that night. Was last night, yeah. He's calling Skylar Thompson Jake Waters. <laughs> Multiple times. <laughs> Love you, Dave. Over multiple games. <laughs> Getting old sucks, Dave. But that's not the that's not the only thing wrong. Like high school and high school needs to add a shot clock too. So they just need to hit the reset button on the whole sport. Fix it. Yeah. And then men's college basketball needs to go to quarters. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe eighths. Sixteenths. <laughs> We're just gonna make every media timeout a new quarter. That's awesome. Fouls reset. We're gonna go to eights. What? Yeah, we're gonna play eights. Interesting. We're gonna play. I'd like to see basketball go to the hockey system. Three periods. Ooh, two intermissions. <laughs> you need two halftime acts, which are now just intermission acts. Oh, that's more frisbee dogs. Yeah. That's just, more work that I can get done. You know who hasn't been here yet? The game. Red, Red Panda. Panda. She was here once, right? Not this year. Oh, oh well, not this not year. Unless she it was Tulsa. She's been Previously, here. okay. Sad. Hmm. Although Red Panda's kind of tired by this point. Why is she called Red Panda? I don't know. Because it's an It's the same act every time. She has not mixed up her act. She, too, is collecting your information for the Chinese government. Good. <laughs> We saw the Dogs Act again in Kansas City. Yeah. I I know the Dogs Act is a little disappointing at times, but I don't think they should even have the Frisbees. They should just have a bunch of dogs go play on the court at halftime. 
<laughs> like the puppy bowl. It's like I love the one, and it was probably a new puppy that they had, or dog, at the. Just the wouldn't Saint give Louis. up the frisbee. Wouldn't give it up, and it's just like, eh. okay, we're leaving the court. <laughs> like, all right. That would be amazing. No, I'm not playing your game. This is my game. You tug on this. That's <laughs> what so she said. Oh boy. Last question of overtime. Oh God, help me. <laughs> From KNED. You go to ESPN Plus, intending to watch a very, in quotes, ugly basketball game. I'm assuming he meant a certain Kansas State versus Texas Tech game played on January 14th, 2000. It's possible. It's possible. Maybe. Uh, but you see a new Alex Morgan series. What do you click? He's asking for a friend. What is Alex Morgan? Alex Morgan. Alex Morgan? She's. Probably the best player, captain on uh, U.S. soccer, women's Oh, that team. Alex Morgan. Alex Morgan. Oh. I thought Alex Morgan was like a, a series of books about a CIA agent. I thought it was an NCIS detective. <laughs> detective Alex Morgan. A pirate that makes a rum. Uh, That's his first name. <laughs> you know, I, I'm going to say this. Uh, I was on uh, the Twitter machine last night uh, between TikToks. That uh, nice, nice. Um, yes. and I noticed a lot of very loyal K staters, passionate K staters, tweeting about the Democrat debate or something else in the sports world. Yeah, that happened last night. I wonder how that <coughs> went. Apparently, Bernie did something wild. No, he didn't. He answered a question, and CNN just basically called him a liar. Oh, that's what. Happened. Oh yeah. Yes. See, I, I was trying to read from the Twitter machine, and I the, the they Bern- asked him a question, and then asked <laughs> asked Elizabeth Warren like the same question, uh, did, but, but like basically did you, threw did him you tell the Elizabeth Warren that a woman will never be president? He said, "No, I never said that." Well, how did you react when he told you that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love politics. It's just so ridiculous. This whole thing. This we've just entered. Just all the political system, not taking one side or the other, has entered the realm of the absurd. That's so awesome. Not gonna lie, my favorite thing about debate Twitter is the people tweeting Tony Reale. We need around the horn to uh, an around the horn system for debates, so nobody can cut <laughs> each other off. Mute button, points for good points, negative points for I love <laughs> for it. bad I, points. Let's do it. Tony Reale should seriously be a debate moderator at some point. With an around-the-horn scoring system. I'm and in. mutes. Cincinnati Enquirer petition submitted to the state of Ohio's medical board to make Bengals-Browns fans an official medical marijuana condition on par with gastroesophageal reflux and cachexia wasting syndrome and chronic pain. Tim Kalashaw, how do you rule? I am in. ABC needs to get on it. If I was a presidential candidate, I would be all for it. I'm about it. This is a complete side rant to the original oh, question. Yeah. yeah, that's right. ESPN Plus. Yo, if you're going to ESPN Plus and you don't want to watch K-State get its butt kicked, watch Peyton's Places. Watch Peyton's Places. Peyton's Places. It's good. Or watch a 30 for 30. They're all better than this. Peyton's Places is hilarious, and I hope it never stops. I would like to point out as we wrap up this podcast, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That I have entered the streaming world. I have officially cut my cable. <laughs> Oh, the doctors technically did that. Um, I now have YouTube TV. I am quite happy with it. My stream, I timed it when I had an overlap between uh, 
YouTube TV and my UVerse. It was 16 seconds behind on sports. My cable, I can live with that. I haven't noticed any difference on uh, the Twitter machine. I'm not reading things before they happen because a lot of people are going to this. I'm very happy. I've been enjoying my time. And if you don't know, YouTube TV, you get live TV. I get all the Topeka stations. I get all the news channels. I get all the sports channels. I got all that. They don't have some of the other channels that we want, so we got a, a secondary subscription to something else. Philo, Philo, I don't know. The wife has to have the Hallmark channels. Guys, I think you can relate out there. So, but I'm, I'm loving life free of the cable. I, it actually felt like a relief to officially call and cancel and be done with it. I hate cable companies so much. And please, WTC, you're three blocks away from my house. Come up the easement. Give me some gig power at my house because I'm still with a cable company just for the Internet. And I don't want to be because their business model is eventually we're going to start slowing down your your speed of your modem, of your your whatever. We need, stream. we need to be clear that Fitz does not hate studio sponsor WTC. Thank you. We love them. We love them. I want them they, at my house. And they do provide cable service. Because fiber doesn't slow down. It is what it is. If you're sharing cable with neighbors, if they're on, you get slower. But eventually they start slowing you down so the new customers can have fast stuff. I hate cable modem. Hate it. I want the fiber. Give me the fiber. <laughs> fiber. This just got really uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, God. That's it for the overtime. I just want fiber at my house. I want to zip around the internet. I want to watch all those TikToks in TikToky speed. You've been listening to the PowerCat Overtime Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor. PowerCat Podcast, all rights reserved, gopowercat.com and Spirit Street Publishing.